This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, January 5th, brought to you by Rabel AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Newsom mobilizes National Guard. LAO blasts scoping plan and McCarthy's super PAC deal. Newsom mobilizes the National Guard ahead of storms. Governor Newsom proclaimed a state of emergency yesterday to shore up response teams that ahead of more winter storms. The declaration mobilizes the California National Guard to support disaster response and taps into federal support for repairing roads and highways. The Emergency Operations Center is on high alert. Teams positioned throughout the state are ready to act in the event of mudslides, avalanches, or flash floods. Newsom has also activated the Flood Operations Center. It's monitoring the changing hydrological conditions 24 hours a day. That to coordinate reservoir operations for capturing excess flows, among other flood protection operations. California is mobilizing to keep people safe, Newsom said. LAO, CARB's climate plan lacks a clear strategy. The Legislative Analyst Office has issued a scathing report on the climate scoping plan Air Resources Board approved last month. According to the nonpartisan office, the plan lacks a clear strategy for meeting the aggressive 2030 greenhouse gas reduction goals. The analysts argue that the reductions are driven primarily by assumptions developed by CARB without specifying how those assumed outcomes might be achieved. The LAO also relayed a widely held concern that the cap-and-trade program is not likely to meet the existing 2030 goals, let alone the more ambitious targets. The report charges that failing to develop a credible scoping plan jeopardizes California's chance to serve as a model for other states and nations. Newsom to speak on January 6th riot at inauguration. Newsom's inauguration to his final term in office will take place on Friday, the two-year anniversary of the attack on the U.S. Capitol. His office is describing the event as, quote, a celebration of freedom, democracy, and diversity, and how the California way stands in peaceful contrast to the insurrection. And on that note, the speech will also serve as a prelude to a much longer discussion next week on the state's economic outlook. Newsom will introduce his initial budget proposal for the fiscal year that starts in July. Expect the discussion to focus on multi-year spending that was allocated in the previous two-year budget cycle when the state was flush with surpluses. With a projected $25 billion deficit on the horizon, the administration has been setting lower expectations for the next budget. Last year, Newsom prepared for this by pushing back on any policy proposals that relied on ongoing spending, favoring instead one-time commitments. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Rabo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. 
creating value, connecting vision. Bravo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. House showdown heads to a third day. House Republicans are due to try again to finally elect a speaker. After losing a sixth round of voting earlier in the day, Kevin McCarthy finally secured a victory last night. The House voted 216 to 214 to approve a motion to adjourn, that giving the Californian more time to work out a deal with the GOP hardliners that are blocking him from the speakership. Four of McCarthy's strongest critics joined Democrats in opposing the motion. Now take note, ahead of the adjournment vote, the hardliners want a concession from McCarthy that could make it harder for him to block fringe candidates from winning GOP primaries. Under a deal with the Conservative Club for Growth, the McCarthy-aligned Congressional Leadership Fund said it would no longer spend money in open primaries and safe Democratic districts. Club for Growth President David McIntosh said his group would back McCarthy pending an agreement on the new House rules. Keep in mind, the internal GOP battle over the speakership is only a warm-up for the high-stakes fight that will come over the debt ceiling and federal spending. Vilsack awarding new funding for meat processing. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack will be announcing new funding today to expand domestic meat processing capacity. Sixteen states will share the assistance, including California, Illinois, Iowa, Kansas, Nebraska, New York, Texas, and Wisconsin. USDA says the funding is part of an effort to make agriculture markets more accessible, fair, competitive, and resilient for American farmers and ranchers. House Ag Veterans heading to Pennsylvania. House Ag Committee Chairman-elect Glenn Thompson Saturday will be hosting the first bipartisan 2023 Farm Bill listing session of the year. The unofficial event will be held in his home state of Pennsylvania at the nation's largest indoor agriculture exposition. Although the committee's membership won't be named for a while, Thompson invited everyone who was a member of the panel in the last Congress to join him, as well as any lawmaker who wanted to join the committee. The attending list includes Democrats Shelley Pingree of Maine, Jimmy Panetta of California, and Dwight Evans of Pennsylvania. Freshman Wisconsin Republican Derek Van Orden will also be there, along with holdover GOP committee members Austin Scott of Georgia, Doug LaBoff of California, Mary Miller of Illinois, and Jim Baird of Indiana. U.S.-Taiwan talks on trade deal resumed this month. U.S. and Taiwanese trade officials will meet again the 14th to 17th of January in Washington, that to resume negotiations over a proposed trade agreement, according to the Office of the U.S. Trade Representative. Farm groups have been generally supportive of the pact with Taiwan, the sixth largest foreign market for U.S. agriculture commodities. But several groups lamented the fact that the Biden administration won't include market access provisions that would reduce tariffs. The average Taiwanese tariff on agriculture goods is a relatively high figure of 15.12%. Here's today's She Said It. They want us to fight each other. That much has been made clear by the popcorn and blankets and alcohol that's coming over there. That Florida Republican, Kat Kamek, corn uh, complaining that Democrats were enjoying the division within the House GOP that delayed the election of a House Speaker. Kamek was also a staffer to former House Ag Republican Ted Yoho. 
He served on the committee. She served on the committee herself uh, in the last Congress. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, January 5th, brought to you by Robble AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.